Hi, I'm Dr. Ellen, the Midlife Whisperer, and I hear you and I've got you. Think of me as the one-stop shop for all your midlife needs. I'm a psychologist, registered dietitian, nutritionist, board-certified health and wellness coach, and mindful self-compassion teacher. I'm also an author and podcast host with over 30 years of experience empowering midlife women. Welcome everyone to Rock Your Midlife. Thank you so much for being here. I am super excited to welcome you because we have a fantastic show for you today. I am so excited to welcome our sponsor, Vividly, which is a new website specifically for midlife women. So no matter where you are in midlife, this is going to help you reinvent yourself. So if you are going through empty nest, if you are dealing with some health issues or menopause, re-looking at your career, or just kind of feeling like I just need to hit refresh and flourish, today's show is really going to give you the information and the inspiration to really rock your midlife. And I'm excited because last night in my um, Rock Your Midlife group, my community, we were talking about empty nest. And I was just so amazed at how many women are struggling with it, particularly this time of year. My kids are 22 and 26. And I am here to admit that I still struggle with it. I still am sad when they go. I don't have as much connection as I would like. But on the flip side, we also have more space. You've got more freedom. You have this great opportunity to create something new in your life. So we're going to give you lots of tools so that you can really flourish in midlife with, with Vividly. And so today's guest is Nina Polsnick. She is CEO and co-founder of Vividly, which is a digital platform that empowers women to transition, edit, and flourish through midlife, and she's going to help you go from surviving to thriving. She's going to share her own incredible story of how she overcame a catastrophic injury, went through her own midlife edit, and now is flourishing. So welcome to Rock Your Midlife, Anita. It is so awesome to have you here. Oh, it's such an honor to be here with you, Ellen. I'm such a fan. Thank you so much. My pleasure. And we actually met because you reached out to me, I think, was that about six months ago when you were exactly. kind of cooking up this idea? Exactly. And yeah. You were one of our inspirational people that we followed. So it's just, we're just tickled to be in a partnership with you. And yes, it's so fun. I am an ambassador for purpose for Vividly. And so I yes. am helping to inspire women. And I think the cool thing about it is that you're actually creating an entire community. And I know you got, have gotten great engagement. I think it's such a cool time to be a midlife woman. Like we are speaking up, we are being seen and heard, and we're like not uh, going to be invisible anymore. Are you finding that in the space that more women are just stepping up to the plate? Yeah, it's fascinating that you use the word invisible, Ellen, because um, my team and I, we've interviewed 250 midlife women. We've interviewed everybody from nurses in Belfast to CEOs in Boston and Baltimore. And you know, there's socioeconomic differences between them. There's geographic differences between them. There's career differences between them. They're between the ages of 40 and 60. So there's age differences between them. And you think, wow, this is a really heterogeneous group. But what, what bonds them? What's the pattern? 
What's the same? What's familiar? 90% of them report feeling invisible. Yeah, it is really true. And I think part of that is that we are so influenced by media and certainly traditional media marginalizes midlife women. There's so few, you know, actresses when they get to be a certain age or a lot of people in the media feel like they have to show up as their younger self. We don't see ourselves reflected in mainstream media. I think that's changing. I, we have new icons. I mean, Reese Witherspoon is rocking her midlife. She totally reinvented herself. Bobby Brown, the cosmetics entrepreneur, just launched a new cosmetics company. She's 64. Um, uh, Salma Hayek is rocking a bikini at 51. Jennifer um, Lopez, Beyonce Jennifer is 42. Lopez. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, midlife is changing, but it's an under-resourced, under-discussed, under-supported area. And Vividly really has come into the space to work with experts like you, world-class experts like Dr. Ellen Albertson, yay, um, and others. And we really go across three main areas. We go across professional well-being, personal and emotional well-being, and finding and fulfilling your sense of purpose. And we're in the process of building out an app that's AI-based where we're bringing on world-class coaches, educators, and experts to help women flourish in midlife. I myself went through my own midlife journey, which I'm happy to talk about. Um, and so I really understand through lived experience that you can really hit road bumps, but I'm here to tell you that you can also flourish on the other side. Yeah, it is really true. And I don't think there's a midlife woman out there who hasn't gone through road bump bumps. I know myself, I have been through breast cancer, blindness, divorce, empty nest. And, right. you know, it helped to transform me. And I think that is one of the most powerful things about what you're doing at Vividly and just all of the midlife women who are sharing their stories is you are not alone. If you are listening and you're feeling like, my God, I feel so stuck, whatever is keeping you stuck, whatever challenges you're facing, there really is a beautiful chapter on the other side. That's exactly right. But you've got to work for it and you've got to be intentional about it. You've got to embrace what I call the midlife edit. You need to edit your values, your beliefs, your goals, your strengths. You've got to do an edit of all of those things and an audit. And once you do that and you embrace transition and you get into the mess of it, you've got to get into the mess of transition is my firm belief from having done it myself and from having interviewed 250 midlife women and having had countless more conversations about it. Once you get into the mess of it, you then can get to the other side, which is flourishing. But the reason Vividly exists is to help you go through the edit and the transition so that you can get to the other side, which is flourishing. Um, if for those of you who don't know, you can check out Vividly on Instagram at Live Vividly Midlife. Um, and Ellen, maybe you can put that up. Yeah, everything will be in the show notes. So it is Live Vividly Midlife. And on the web, it is live uh dash not da yeah dash vividly.com yeah. uh or you can just google i think vividly midlife women and it comes up as well so yeah. it's easy to find but that all will be in the show notes and i want to get back into the the kind of the mess of it i think it's 
it's so powerful that we have this time because you know we are living longer i think you know until recently most yeah. people died in their mid 50s so we have this incredible second adulthood to reinvent ourselves and i think that first adulthood we're kind of on automatic pilot right we're like go to school we finish school we either go to college or get a job we think about you know i'm going to meet somebody maybe have some kids buy a house we're sort of on this trajectory and i know for yeah. me it was like I was climbing up this ladder of success, but the ladder was up against the wrong building. When I got to the top of the building, I was like, I love that. Yeah, I love I that. That's I'm not happy. That's so honest. But it, it's really, do you find that too, that I think we're just on this, we're living someone else's idea of how life is supposed to look. And then when we, we do all of the things we're told are supposed to make us happy and we get there and we're like, this isn't making me happy. Right. Right, right. Well, my midlife experience was a little bit different from that. I was uh, flourishing in a job that I actually really loved. I was the SVP of digital initiatives for Sony Pictures, um, which was very exciting. I was working with big brand franchises like The Matrix and the Bond franchise and all the Sony games. And um, I was on the edge of I was on the cutting edge of digital innovation, which was really interesting and dynamic and innovative and exciting. And then I went to a doctor to have what should have been a routine procedure done. And he practiced clinical negligence on me. Wow. Um, and I was catastrophically and incredibly injured. Um, I wound up with something called complex regional pain syndrome. It affected my, the whole left side of my face, my inner ear, my throat, and all the way down my spine. Um, I was immobilized. Um, I was in chronic pain. Um, I had to leave my job. I had to be taken care of by my family. Um, and I was an invalid. And everything stopped. It's like I had been in this speedboat and I was thrown out the other side without a life jacket. And the world just froze for me. Um, I became disabled. And I had a six-year journey to wellness. Um, and I went through many surgeries and medical interventions and was on loads and loads of psychopharmacological psychopharmacological pills and um it was a really intense difficult journey but when i emerged i was a different person ellen um it sounds like a, a hell of a chrysalis yeah yeah exactly a hell of a chrysalis i was a different person and also, the corporate world had changed. They were like, oh, you're now a woman over 40 uh, and you haven't worked in six years and you're off the ladder and you were in the fastest moving part of the world, which was digital in the entertainment sector. We don't have a use for you anymore. And it was, you know, uh, first to go through such a trial by fire on the medical side and then to have the corporate world not embrace me those were two trial by fires. And so what did I do, Ellen? I reinvented myself, but I had help. I was able to become a fellow at Stanford University where I had a cohort, a community, and critically, I had coaches. 
And these coaches helped me realize that my purpose was to help other midlife women. And maybe that's why I'd gone through what I went through, that I had a message. And I'd always been very entrepreneurial. All my jobs in corporate roles were on the entrepreneurial side, on the digital edge of the corporate. And so I had always been doing entrepreneurial roles. I had just been doing them in corporations. And they convinced me, you are an entrepreneur. You've always been an entrepreneur. Now just do it without the corporate envelope. Um, and so Stanford really was my eat, pray, love moment where I went through a complete transformation and became a social entrepreneur. And so now I'm an entrepreneur who has a mission to help other women at midlife. Well, that is an incredible story. I am so glad that you were able to get to the other side. So if someone's listening and they're feeling really stuck, whether they are feeling marginalized at work, they've been let go because of age ageism, or they're going through a health crisis, can you share a little bit of some of the lessons that you learned? What kind of got you up out of bed and moving? Yeah, great question. So um, I was really fortunate to have a really supportive family and my mom rearranged her life. My dad rearranged his life. My sister rearranged her life and all to support me. Um, and I thought if they can do this for me, I have a responsibility to do everything that I can to get well for them. Um, and they were my why. My family was my why. And I know not everybody has that, but everybody has something. Um, and, you know, my why now is about helping, is about sharing my story so that other people don't feel lonely and other people don't feel afraid. I, has, I had as, as dramatic a break at midlife as you can have. Everything changed. I mean, it was like a bomb exploded or an earthquake happened, but you can put the pieces back together again. Yeah, it sounds like you really, that chrysalis was incredible. I know most women have something going on. I think menopause within itself is a real trying time for a lot of women. Women just don't feel Absolutely. like themselves. And I was listening to the sleep ex expert from Vividly, and she was really yeah. talking about how we can just embrace this time rather than trying to shove it aside or distract ourselves. We can embrace it and say, okay, my life is changing. I'm changing. My emotions are changing. My relationships are changing. My body is changing. So how can I do this edit and go from being stuck to actually flourishing? And I love what you brought up the, the values. That's something that I have all my clients do is take a look at your core values and even think about what values would I like to have more of in my life? I often have clients and if you've done that thing, you know, I want to be more Correct. creative. I want to be more joyful. Um, I want to improve my well-being. And then thinking about like giving yourself a 90 day challenge of I'm going to work on these three values for the next 90 days and kind of use them as a um, a litmus test is, is this thing I'm thinking about doing, contributing to those values. Have you done that yourself too, of just thinking about what values do I want more of in my life? Absolutely. So I worked with a coach. Um, and that's why we offer coaching at vividly. We offer coaching with a list coaches because why should only the 1% have access to coaching? I mean, the aspirational people that we mentioned before, Reese Witherspoon, Oprah Winfrey, Salma Hayek, Padma Lashke, 
Jennifer Lopez, all these women who are kicking it at midlife, not to take anything away from them. They have insane talent and incredible work ethics, but they have a pit crew, Ellen. Yes. And the whole idea behind Vividly is to, is to say, is to democratize access to that and say, you deserve a pit crew too. You also can 10X your life. And so we bring the pit crew to you. Yeah, that's powerful. And if you're listening and you want to check Vividly out, they are on Instagram at Live Vividly Midlife. They're on Facebook. I think you can just go ahead and put in Live Vividly Midlife and they will come up. And then the uh, website where you can join any of the social media channels is live-vividly.com. That's live-vividly.com. Yeah, I'm learning from so many of the other experts that you have. Can we talk a little bit about the various areas that people can learn and grow in? Because I know you have different experts, ambassadors for various areas and how you came up with the um, idea of these these specific uh, people and areas for Vividly? Yeah, great question, Ellen. Thank you. Um, so as we mentioned earlier, um, my team and I have done 250 interviews with midlife women, as, as we mentioned, from a range of backgrounds and professions and socioeconomic classes and geographies. And there were certain patterns that emerged. Women at Midlife were really focused on three or four things. One was professional well-being. Two was um, uh, personal and emotional well-being. And three was finding and fulfilling a sense of purpose. And the fourth was family relationships. We're not doing family relationships yet because we can't do everything out of the gate. Um, but we are doing the first three. And so we are, if you are an expert, if you're a coach, if you're an author, if you're an educator, if you're in any of these areas, please get in touch with us because we'd love to hear from you. Yeah. And it's also get in touch with them and join in terms of Instagram too, because the yeah. content that you're sharing really, really is powerful. So let's talk a little bit more about your experience. Again, for someone who's listening, doesn't know where to start, they're going to your website. Can you give people a little bit of um, a rubric, what you actually did besides, you know, finding Stanford, finding coaches, how you found your values, how you found yourself, your why. Can you talk a little bit more about what women can actually do to get it onto the flourishing path? Yeah. So um, as we mentioned, I think it's really important to embrace the edit and embrace the transition. I think there's really three stages of midlife. There's the edit where you have to say, that's part of where I was saying you have to edit your values and you have to edit your goals. You have to edit your strengths. You have to edit your weakness. You have to take a look at your personal financial situation, Ellen, because it that will help give you degrees of optionality and freedom to find your sense of purpose. Um, you have to look, you have to really be really rigorous about the edit. And then you have to go into the transition and say, okay, maybe I was the SVP of digital initiatives at Sony Pictures, but I'm in transition now. I'm not that anymore. I can't define myself by that. I can't define myself by my kids because I'm an empty nester. I can't define myself by my health because I have menopause or I have breast cancer. I can't define myself by my husband because I'm going through a divorce. You have to embrace that transition, which is really scary and really hard. And that's why people like you have become midlife coaches. And that's why Vividly 
gathers these world-class experts and coaches is to help women through this transition so that they are not alone. Yeah, you don't have to go alone. I want to say to add to that self-compassion too, because I think what comes oh, up I've so many, one. so many times we're going through these things, as, as I said earlier, we want to distract ourselves. I find a lot of women, when a lot of women come to me initially, they are doing the Chardonnay and cheddar thing every night. They are really, right. you know, having a bottle of wine because that is the only way they know how to cope with the sadness, yeah. the despair. And they're, they know they're not, it's not working for them. Often they've, you know, they're gaining weight. They're not feeling good. They're not sleeping well. And so with self-compassion, it's really looking, as you said, giving yourself compassion for where you're at and self-compassion is really treating yourself the way that you would a good friend rather than beating your up, yourself up or saying, why is this happening to me? You say, you know, if I had a good friend who was going through this, what would I say to her? How would I treat her? And then you turn towards yourself in that same way. And it, it takes time. Self-compassion is like a muscle. We have to go to that self-compassion gym. We have to learn how to be kind to ourselves rather than critical. We have to learn common humanity. Like in your situation, you're not the first woman to have a health crisis. You know, right. we're not the first women to go through menopause or right. you know, I'm not the first woman to to get breast cancer or to go through empty nests. So understanding that this is this is normal um, and then being mindful, noticing, asking yourself, what is it that I need right now? And what that does, it, it also helps you to handle the fear, because I think, did you have a lot of fear as you were kind of going? Oh, my God. So much. Edit? So much. Yeah. Do you have any tips on how you handled fear? Uh, initially it was the Chardonnay and cheddar. <laughs> yeah, no shame in the video. It's very, but common. it doesn't work. It doesn't work. I did a lot of journaling. Um, and that's when I started to do the midlife edit. And then I was like, you know what? I need to be surrounded by a new cohort of people who can inspire me. Where can I do that? And that's when I found Stanford. Now, I understand not everybody can go to Stanford, but there are online programs. There are, you know, great educational online programs where you're not only learning, but you can meet a whole new cohort of people. Um, and on Vividly, you can meet a whole new cohort of people. Um, so it is very much about finding your tribe. That's true. And, and as you said, we don't have to go it alone. And I think that's a big thing that's changed that social media has given us an opportunity to really connect. I can't tell you how many midlife friends I have made through Instagram. Yeah. You know, a lot of people talk yeah. about social media and criticism and trolling, and I have not found that at all. I found it to be a very welcoming space where midlife women are really um, giving kind of the anti-aging message, you know, the finger really saying that. Right giving it the bird literally and really embracing where they're at. And, you know, whether I, I know I follow a wonderful woman who is a grandmother and she is like rocking it and showing how she is doing the grandmother thing. I follow some people who are talking about how to reinvigorate your midlife marriage. Uh, if you're looking for it, it's there and certainly vividly is there to welcome you. I think it's a really welcoming space. I'm curious, when did the light bulb go off and how did you come up with the time that the, the, um, the name for vividly? When did you decide this oh, is what yeah, I'm going to do? I'm question. going to, I'm going to do this website for women and this whole platform and create this community where women can get the support they need. Yeah. Great question, Ellen. So when I was at Stanford, it was really interesting because I was the youngest person in my cohort by 10 years. 
And so there were all these midlife women going through things that I wasn't going through yet. They were going through breast cancer, uh, unfortunately, and menopause. And they had all been very successful. And they all had this slew of coaches. They had a pit crew because they had been so successful. They had the financial freedom to have a pit crew. And, I, and the penny dropped. And I was, it was such an aha moment. I was like, oh, I need a pit crew. Wait a second. If I need a pit crew, what about other midlife women? <laughs> I bet other midlife women need a pit crew. And so the idea for Vividly was born. And the whole idea of Vividly is that we want you to live vividly. What does that mean? It means unleashing your potential. It means unleashing and unlocking your potential professionally. It means unleashing and unlocking your potential personally. And it means unleashing and unlocking your potential in your relationships. And that's what living vividly is. And that's why we have the name vividly. Yeah, I love that. Did you have an aha light bulb though when you thought about what to name it? Did it yeah, sort of... it just came. Yeah, that's amazing when the universe is like, okay, this is your baby. And right. And here it is for you. I know like with the midlife whisperer, I was shocked that nobody had that moniker. And it really, when you yeah. come up with that name and it all comes together, it's really a lovely, lovely feeling. And I want to add to that, that the physical piece that you're supporting women physically too, because if you want yeah. to rock midlife, if you want to have a vivid, uh, a vivid midlife and flourish, you've got to take care of your physical health. And I think what happens at midlife, I mean, you had a huge wake up call, obviously was not a natural normal occurrence. But for most women, you know, if you haven't been paying attention to your body, if you've just been eating whatever and not getting enough sleep and sort of burning the candle at both ends, I think in midlife, your body starts to talk to you. Yeah, absolutely. I hear that again and again and again, completely. That's a huge part of what we do at Vividly as well. Yeah, that's amazing that you have a new nutrition and you have fitness. And also, yeah. a lot of women don't realize that heart disease is actually the leading killer of women in general, more than we always are so scared of breast cancer, which is something we have to take seriously. But at midlife, that's when things start to shift because estrogen is very protective in terms of in terms of the heart. And so it's really important that you start taking care of your midlife life self. And it's also just hard to rock your midlife if you're not feeling your best. So can you tell us a little bit about um, the other experts that are on Vividly and what people can expect when they go to livevividly.com? Yeah, thanks, Ellen. So um, in the nutrition area, um, we have a wonderful expert called Dr. Emma Bardwell. She's one of the top uh, nutrition experts for women at midlife in the world. Um, and she's lovely and funny and warm, but she's killer. She knows her stuff. Um, we have in the purpose pillar, along with you, we have a wonderful best-selling author named Jill Shaw Ruddick, who wrote a book called The Second Half of Your Life. Um, also in the self, physical health and wellness pillar, we have Dr. Julia Kogan, who's a sleep stress and anxiety expert. And on the professional well-being side, that's being led by a wonderful career coach named Erin Callahan, who's one of the top career coaches in the world for midlife women. Well, that is quite quite a crew. So right now, what can people expect? Are you just mostly in the UK? Are you rolling out um, in the US? No, we're in, in the Canada? US as well. You're everywhere. We're okay. And so is it possible for people to actually get a coach right now to get their pit crew together? Yes. 
Absolutely. And so how would yes. someone go about doing that? So they go on to um they go on to the website and they find a coach that they like and then they contact us and we can get in touch with the coach for them. And pretty soon we're rolling out an app where, where it's going to be a seamless process where they can get in touch with the coach directly. That's an amazing opportunity. I have to say, I have worked with coaches. I have been a coach for 15 years. And if you're feeling really stuck, you don't have to go it alone. Coaching can get you from where you are to where you want to be so much faster. Like a good coach can help you to find those core values, to find yeah. what those, those goals are that you have. And also I think, you know, as a coach, it is we we see things that are blocking you right we see those right. fears and it's kind of like we can um give them some space and help you to see them in a new light help you to understand that your brain is not interested in you living vividly your brain wants to keep you safe and as far as your brain's right. concerned staying stuck staying with what is known is going to keep you safe but if you want to rock midlife if you want to flourish at midlife vividly you got to step outside your comfort zone and, and a good coach can Ellen, really hold so your hand. True. Those are words of wisdom and words of truth that you're speaking. I hope everybody's listening to Ellen right now. Yeah, it is. It's true. I know myself, um, stepping outside your comfort zone is hard. I stayed in a marriage way longer than I should have, but I was super scared to leave. And I know a lot of women of are scared of leaving the, the job and the paycheck. And what yeah. I find amazing with the women I work with is once they get over that fear, and they start to take action steps, even if the action step is, I'm just going to go on LinkedIn and start networking with people. I'm going to start thinking yeah. about what my dream job would be, or I'm going to start thinking about how do I change my role? Doors start to open. I have one client I'm working with, and she just wrote um, a supportive letter to a company that she thought was really cool what they were doing. And it just so happened that somebody was leaving their position and uh, they were looking for someone and it was a perfect fit for her she hated her company and she's about That's you know amazing. she just got the job offer i have another client who literally uh joined the circus she grew up next to a circus and loved circus so she went off on like a circus weekend and uh -huh. started incorporating circus vibe and energy into her life and now she's actually doing motivational speaking with a circus theme and really really rocking it so yeah you have to you have to face your fears yeah Definitely. Well, I think that's true, you know, at every life stage, but I think it's particularly true at midlife because there are so many buckets of transition that hit us all simultaneously. And it's easy just to kind of pull the duvet over the head, uh -huh. you know? <laughs> well, I think when we're younger too, we're much more willing, and I, they've done research on this, we're much more willing to step outside our comfort zone and take a chance. You know, we have the sense mm -hmm. that the sky's the limit. I can do anything I want to do. And we get to midlife and there's there's so many um, irons in the fire, right? We've got these relationship right. irons and we've got this paycheck that we're worrying about and we're just wanting to keep stability. And yeah. so we're, we're comfortably uncomfortable and we're not, you know, and, it, and it's hard to step out, but it's, as you've you've learned, it's so much better on the other side. Totally. Come on in. The water's warm. <laughs> yeah, it is. And the, the more women who do it, the more exciting it is. So tell us a little bit about how the community works, because I know that's part of your impetus, too, is actually creating a vibrant community where midlife women can meet more midlife women. Yeah. So until we launch our app, um, when we launch our app, we're going to be creating very specific cohorts of communities around different interest groups. 
Um, until our app launches, the community is entirely on social media. So if you go on social, people are talking to each other and they're supportive. It's moderated. It's a safe space. Right. You have a Facebook group as well. So if you yes. go, uh, your Facebook group is, is that you can just go to live vividly uh, midlife and you will be able to find that. So I just joined that as, as well. So I'm excited to be able to meet some other great midlife women and share. So in your own midlife journey, what do you feel your biggest lessons were that you have learned so far? Um, That's a great question. I learned to embrace change. Um, I, I learned that it's not all about me, that my life is here to serve a bigger, a greater purpose than me. Um, those were probably my two biggest things. If I hadn't embraced change, I would have stayed stuck and I would have stayed in that place of fear that you were just talking about Ellen. But if you embrace change, it's messy, but it's worth it because you can get to the other side and what's on the other side is flourishing. So what was that moment that you went from, as you were saying, you, you were doing the Chardonnay, the cheddar cheese, the not moving forward, yeah. that you decided to embrace what was happening in your life and move forward? Did you have like an epiphany or are you some kind of technique that allowed you to, to go from feeling stuck to embracing change and, and getting in motion? Yeah, it was really getting into a new space at Stanford um where i was exposed to new ways of thinking um i was exposed to other social entrepreneurs um and i got a coach um and that's when i realized that a coach can really help you 10x your life and that's what we want to do for other women is we want to help them get unstuck and 10x their lives and that's also in getting into that surface piece too, that if you're feeling stuck, you're here for a reason. So it's super important that you embrace change, that you get unstuck, that you do that edit, because I think every single one of us is here for a reason, you know, whatever that yeah. reason is, you might be influencing a million people, you might be influencing 10 people in your community, but each and every single one of us was born for a reason. I think it's really that surface piece is such a powerful thing to think about because you know think about the problems in your community or larger problems that you see in the world and you can sort of focus on how can i make a difference maybe you want to you know raise money for some organization that you feel right. is making a difference in the world or you know do some political action volunteer you know at a soup kitchen or do you know hospice whatever that is you know mentor children but i think that service piece is really really a powerful way to help you get off the couch and, and yeah. get into action definitely definitely i'm gonna have to stop now um or very very soon because that noise that you hear in the background is my puppy who needs to go out okay <laughs> great well we're gonna have you back and i want to again uh thank you for sponsoring rock your midlife i want to uh, let you know that you can find vividly at livevividly.com and on instagram at livevividlymidlife they're on facebook and linkedin as well nina thank you so much and thank you all for being here today go out and Flourish in midlife with Vividly and go out and rock your midlife. We'll catch you soon. Midlife can be challenging. 
You may be sandwiched between growing kids and aging parents, dealing with menopause or a health issue, and trying to find work-life balance. Or maybe your life looks good on the outside, but inside you're feeling stuck and wondering how to get your confidence, energy, and joy back. Hi, I'm Dr. Ellen, the Midlife Whisperer, and I hear you and I've got you. Think of me as the one-stop shop for all your midlife needs. I'm a psychologist, registered dietitian, nutritionist, board-certified health and wellness coach, and mindful self-compassion teacher. I'm also an author and podcast host with over 30 years of experience empowering midlife women. I provide inspiration and wisdom to help you transform your health, your mindset, your relationships, and your life so you can rock midlife. 